From the offices of the Hawaiian Airlines MEC in Honolulu, this is Talk Story, a podcast for the pilots of Hawaiian Airlines. I'm Communications Chair, First Officer Sean Lee. As pilots, we are trained to react calmly and decisively in an emergency. We've spent hours in the simulator training for situations that many of us will never see in the real world. While many of our pilots will be able to run through the engine fire ECAM in their sleep, a lot of us don't give any thoughts to external forces to our career. COVID-19 has been a roller coaster ride, to say the least. We've seen the state of Hawaii virtually shut down in the last few weeks. This pandemic has forced many of us to take a hard look at our livelihood and financial status, not to mention our 401ks and retirement arrangements. Fortunately, there's many pilots who've navigated this road before. Today, we'll be discussing that and the wild world of airline economics and how it affects you, the pilot. Joining us today for a discussion on that is Hal MEC Block 4 rep and friend of the show, Captain Adam Feldman. You've seen him in the crew and you probably have his phone number. It's HAL Membership Committee, Captain Drew Everett. And joining us by phone all the way from Maine is Negotiating Committee Chair, Captain Doug Grant. Hey guys, how you doing? Doing well, Surviving? Sir. I actually scored some toilet paper this morning. I'm, oh. not, I'm not kidding. Did you have to knock like an old lady <laughs> no, out No, no, I, I actually, last week, I, last week, I actually led an old lady in front of me on the line. There was a line to get into the supermarket and the manager was there and, and thanked me. And I said, hey, as long as you're thanking me, what's what's the deal with getting toilet paper? And and she told me, get there at 6 o'clock when they open on Monday because they get the delivery on Sunday, and you will get some toilet paper. And I was there at 6 o'clock, and I got my oh. got my toilet paper. No wonder awesome. you got that chip. <laughs> I did. Yeah, I feel, I'm feeling good. <laughs> this is what the world has done. Yes, yes. This is where I'm we're actually, at. I'm actually, I actually took pictures and posted it <laughs> of, of my toilet paper. Well, it's better than the empty roll. Yes. Yes. <laughs> So, Adam, what's Yo, going on? What do we know? What do we know? We don't know a goddamn thing, Sean. <laughs> okay? <laughs> Honestly. And anybody that's tuning into this to find out, hey, if you're getting furloughed or if you're not or the numbers, nobody knows. And I defy anybody to know. I'm, I'm really here to give that big disclaimer, really, uh, that this is not a furlough announcement and we're not, we're not talking about numbers or anything of, of, that, of that sort. Yeah. Uh, last week, uh, Peter Ingram put out a, a video which I think everybody watched and everybody heard the a very ominous statement, we're going to emerge a smaller airline. And yeah. there was this collective gasp, I think, <laughs> uh, across that, that could be yeah. heard. And um, again, the reality is we don't know. You know, right. we got this CARES Act, but now it's being messed with by, by the various uh, Treasury, et cetera, Mnuchin, and uh, we don't know. That's, that's by and large. But, but obviously this is a concern for every pilot at this company. Uh, new guys like Sean Lee wants, want to know if they're going to have a job. Uh, think people in the middle like me and Drew want to, you know, we think we're safe, but but are we safe? Right. You know, is everybody safe? Are we going to get downgraded? And I think a lot of guys on the top I've spoke to are having PTSD flashbacks from when they got furloughed. So yeah. I think I don't think it's something that we need that we need or should avoid. It's it's the 800 pound gorilla in the room. You know, every, as as Sean started off this this broadcast by saying, you know, as pilots we prepare, we do some threat management, threat mitigation, and there is of course a threat. There is that possibility. We're not going to lie about that. At the national level, on the national membership committee, um, my one of my roles is the furlough pilot support program coordinator, and uh, furlough pilot support program was created in 2008 because post 9/11 there wasn't really anything available as far as resources go um, for ALPA pilots. And, you know, those of us that were around after 9-11, it was kind of, I mean, it was shocking. 
and it was surreal, kind of like this current situation is, but there wasn't really anywhere to turn. Um, I personally was scheduled to get furloughed multiple times um, and dangled in the bottom three at my company for a couple years, uh, and I didn't know what to do. I didn't know where to turn. So uh, in 2008, they created the furlough pilot support program, and uh, I took over as the coordinator, I think, in 2016. And one of the things I wanted to do, we, we were enjoying good times. We're riding this great wave in the, uh, in the industry. But knowing how cyclical everything is, we have to be prepared for when it's not good times. So one of the first things I wanted to do was evaluate the support program and uh, the resources. And I conducted a, an Alpha-wide survey, it went out to over 6,000 pilots who had been furloughed between 2001 and 2009. Born from the survey was the uh, MEC checklist, furlough checklist, and the furlough checklist for pilots. And really, it's, it's a guideline to help prepare for the possibility or the eventuality of a furlough. Now that it's hitting the fan, we can mobilize and we can mobilize these resources. And we have over the last month, you know, we've seen um, Compass and Transstate shut down. We've seen uh, multiple Canadian carriers announce furloughs. Um, as of this morning, that could all be changing because they have their version of the CARES Act as well. Uh, the CARES Act has, and furlough mitigation uh, at MECs has driven the pause on furloughs at many U.S. carriers, but uh, we've still been mobilizing the resources to get people thinking about what could possibly happen. Doug, can we talk about uh, uh, what LOAs and how, how we're doing to just be more proactive during this crisis? Yeah, so we're, we are being very proactive. We are looking at uh, ways for um, pilots to be able to volunteer to take reduced um, compensation for the month if they so choose. And by having, creating not just one, but multiple ways of uh, different paths a pilot could take, it's basically there's more options, so hopefully more pilots can take it. And that will extend um, cash for the company. Um, and it will extend before the company comes to us with involuntary um, items. So it's just really about being ahead of the curve and creating voluntary uh, programs. I just want to chime in, uh, dovetail off of that. Uh, the question keeps coming up. It's been asked the P2P a number of times if the MEC is encouraging uh, people taking leaves, taking surfer leaves, et cetera. And we've been very, very upfront about this, and our message has not changged. Uh, I hate to try and sound Hawaiian because I ain't, but uh, if can, can. If oh, no geez. can, no can. Uh, it's Seriously, it's simple as that. If, if, if you can uh, and you want to, then then go ahead. If not, that, that's and, fine. And so, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. There's it's purely voluntary. Yes. I've gotten calls, and people call me up uh, with their, their home situations. They're telling me, you know, I've got mortgage payments and I've got three households I'm supporting because I got four ex-wives and, and all this kind of stuff. <laughs> not, not our business, what you do with your money. Uh, you have to do what's right for you. And then that's, if there is a message, that's our message. Do what, what's best for you and your situation. So Drew, I've been here for uh, just over two years, but coming on two and a half years, I've never seen the airline world uh, turn dark on me. I've always, from when I, from flight school all the way up to getting hired here at Hawaiian, it's been on the up and up, and I've never thought about furloughs and what would happen uh, should the airline decide to furlough. 
what advice would you give uh, the junior folks like me uh, during this time? One of the things that I would impart as advice is make decisions and react to what we know. It's human nature, I think, to react to the unknown um, and to panic about the unknown, which I think is sort of an umbrella of what is exactly happening worldwide. Because things are changing rapidly, I would say take things day by day and worry about what you can control, um, but also be proactive about maybe a worse, have a worst case scenario plan. We know the industry is cyclical. We have been riding this wave, uh, and now we are faced with this downturn. I hate to boil it down to uh, being a Boy Scout all most of my life, is being, as Drew said, being prepared. Being prepared doesn't mean you're freaking out. It's that, you know, if the worst happens, you're you have a plan. To springboard off that, Doug, I would point to uh, the National Membership Committee's uh, newest support product. We have, uh, it's called the Checklist for Change, Planning for the Unknown. And we created that checklist because not everybody is facing a furlough situation, but they're facing an uncertain situation with what's going on in the industry. So it sort of de-emphasizes the furlough aspect and gives guidelines for people, you know, it doesn't matter what seniority you're at, you're still at a property who is experiencing a downturn. So that checklist will kind of lead you down some of the paths that I suggested. And this is good advice, even if we weren't in this pandemic, it's, it's, it's a, a long-term planning. If tomorrow the, um, the world changes once again and everything's fixed, you've now done a little homework and you've got a financial plan. Uh, which you should have anyway. And from my perspective, I think furlough, and I think everyone would agree that a furlough is sort of the last resort. The opportunities we have right now with the the COVID LOA and any potential future changes to our contract that would help mitigate. So many other carriers have already signed um, furlough mitigation agreements, kind of like what we have, uh, that have prevented furloughs. So I think it's important to remember that you don't start with furloughs. Uh, you approach them at uh, last resort. Doug, tell me uh, about about our contract specifically when it comes to furloughs and the mechanisms in place uh, to to uh, keep pilots at work or um, you know prevent them from from getting furloughed. Well, we don't have anything in the contract that prevents you from getting furloughed, um, other than seniority. They're going to work their way from the, the most junior pilots um, in reverse uh, in seniority order and work their way up. What we do is we do have safeguards dealing with 30-day um, notices, and then we also have furlough pay, uh, which is uh, guaranteed a um, certain number of months depend or weeks depending on the number of years of service you have. Um, what's interesting is the reason that is there is the company used to furlough everybody in September, rehire them in November, furlough them back again in January, hire them, bring them back to the property in April because they were, it was a seasonal airline in the, in the 70s and 80s. And by having these protections of furlough pay, um, it would basically prevent the company from doing these seasonal furloughs like they used to. Adam, how are we going to survive the next month? Let's say it's been about a month. 
I guess we still have, a, you know, we have some some time to go. But well, as I mentioned, I got I got a big thing of toilet paper this morning. So ah, that's, that's how I'm going to survive man. the next month. Where do you live again? Hawaii. Yeah, come by, come on by <laughs> if, if, if you need a square. <laughs> that's all you're gonna. That's all. So you're not gonna be very generous. A square to spare. <laughs> But how are, we, how are we going to do it? Uh, we're going to keep doing what we've been doing. I, we've been having the weekly conference calls, which I think I, I'd like to think uh, we've gotten great participation uh, and gives the pilots uh, an opportunity to ask questions they have. And we're going to monitor Doug. Doug, uh, negotiating committee and his crew have been doing an amazing job uh, in constant contact with the company, as has been the MEC. And uh, they've been very, very uh, transparent and very forthcoming in the information. And uh, we're, we're just... All trying to weather the storm together. It's 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 so fluid. It's so dynamic. I I, I know I'm repeating myself, but it's from day to day the situation changes. I mean, the CARES Act itself. Uh, I hate to keep beating that horse, but everybody kind of thought it was a done deal and it was great. And we we're getting all this money and it was a grant. And now it's the grants are becoming loans. It's, yeah. it's just everything yeah. is everything's changing. Everything's so fluid. Uh, it, yeah. So. We should mention though that yeah. the P2P committee is yes. fully spun up. That's yes. that's big. Uh, it's uh, let's see four four uh, volunteers on the P2P committee and they've been. Really good at answering awesome. every question within about 24 hours. Absolutely. That, that uh, if, if pilots have questions, is a one-stop shop. It's how P2P at alpha.org. And your question will either get answered on the spot or forwarded to someone who does know the answer. And it, it's been amazing that, you know, we've had more than 400, 500 emails in the last month or so. Uh, come in and they've been they've been talking about that and uh, spinning them right around and sending them out. That's nice. Drew, how do we survive this? You know, we take it day by day and we we get as proactive as we possibly can, like we've already mentioned, and we just roll with whatever we are dealt with, kind of like what we do in the airplane. Doug, what's the best thing a pilot can do, a normal line pilot can do to weather the storm? Uh, stay informed. You know, read... Uh the MEC communications, uh, listen in to the uh, weekly um, all-pilot calls that we have. Um, and number one, especially right now, anytime we've got a call to action, uh, with everything, as Adam says, being so fluid, it is critical that we participate as much as we can in the legislative affairs uh, concerning the pilots. Um the what the Treasury Department is doing right now is is turning grants into loans, and we need our voices to be heard to make sure the uh, the administration doesn't renege on its promises. We have so many so many volunteers at work, and I was remiss. Uh, as I said, Drew Drew and his membership committee is doing an amazing job. Legislative Affairs, Frank Worth and his committee, uh, they're the ones reaching out. Uh, there was a conference call actually last week with the MEC and the legislative affairs and uh, Senator Ed Case. Uh, so we're actually getting to speak to the people who are making these decisions, who are voting on these things. Sean Lee and Mike in the communications committee. Just We have so many people working really, really hard at this. Um, everybody's really ro risen to the occasion. And we're all, as pilots, we're all incredibly fortunate to have uh, so many people working so hard on this thing. And so uh, if you don't feel supported, uh, just, just take a look at your emails and, and you'll see what the work that's going in behind there. So I just want to give everybody a uh, thank you. And this is a perfect example on return on your invested dues dollars. That's one of the things we try to push at the membership committee is to highlight. This is exactly what mm. Alpa, what you get yeah. by being an Alpa pilot. Yeah. And there's a lot of work behind the scenes, a yeah. lot of things that aren't announced publicly, but it's still going on and, and people uh, 
all the volunteers you know, kind of pushing us toward surviving. Okay, guys, thank you uh, for joining us today. Uh, if you have any questions, uh, email uh, halp2p at alpha.org. Those volunteers will get your questions directed to the uh, right people. Uh, thanks, guys. Thank Wash you. your hands, all thank that you. good oh, stuff. Yeah, yeah we're, we're all wearing masks, and we're at least six feet apart. That's right. So. Yep. So. All right. Aloha, guys. Okay. Talk Story is a production of the Hawaiian Airlines Master Executive Council produced right here in Honolulu, Hawaii. If you have any questions about the show, email us at howcommunications at alpha.org. 